This show is sponsored by Alicia's Pillows and Things. Check out the Facebook page, Alicia's Pillows and Things, where you will find home decor you will not be able to resist at prices anybody can afford. Check out the pillows and stools of your favorite sports teams. Maybe you want a set of your kid's favorite cartoon or movie character. You can also get full body and neck pillows as well. Log on to NGSCSports.com and go to the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage to complete your order. It makes a great gift for Christmas at an affordable price. NGSC Sports. We never stop. You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Was that not just the greatest moment ever when you hit the when you hit the thing and said he, he stood up and masturbated over the corpse? So, oh, okay, cool, sure. I think I think we have a title for this week's podcast. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Holy shit! That was magnificent. Welcome, friends. Welcome to, Welcome to the new year. Yeah. New year, new us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Absolutely nothing has changed. Oh, God, it's so true. Oh, I even got hiccups. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, as I try to stifle my hiccups manually. Oh, this is going to be terrible. Welcome to episode 295 of the A Foreign Affair podcast. My breathing will be hitched as I try to inhale deeply. <laughs> Mm, it's not working. Oh boy, this is gonna be great. Oh my god! Welcome everyone. If it I'm... wasn't for that amazing open, we would totally just stop letting you get over the handcuffs and start again. But... Yeah, no, we have to keep going. That's too good to cut out. Welcome everyone to the Foreign Affair Podcast. I am Edward Green. Joined as always, returning to the pod after last week uh, with my calling crime, West Bradshaw. Um, yeah, I happy happy New Year. Jeffrey Dahmer podcast. Here we go. Mmm, mm, that's that's the spinoff we've all been searching for here. I tell you, I tell you what, that's uh, oh man, can't I, I feel like we know what we're getting in the in the watch for. Mm. I just just don't want to don't want to see that hanging over you if you're a lifeless body. Zip. The worst the worst part is if you're if you're not actually dead, but you're just like in a coma. But, but he doesn't know. Well, oh, that Jeffrey! What a scamp he was. He's, mm, 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 such a scamper. Uh, welcome everyone. Hope you had a, a great and happy holiday season with a uh, great Christmas and a wonderful New Year's. Uh, if that's your jam. If not, then hope it was a good Tuesday Wednesday thing. It was it was great. So welcome, welcome everyone. Uh, we got you a day off work. Yeah, yeah. I had I've had many days off work. 
Or be like me working, get paid for a holiday on top of it. Hey, hey. Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna have to work on a holiday, get paid. That's that's not bad. That's not a bad way to do it. Um. So yeah, we're gonna be having a podcast. Uh, we have plenty of Premier League football to discuss. Uh, we'll be going over some of the bigger storylines that have developed over the last couple of weeks, as well as months, as we have crossed the threshold of the halfway point of this Premier League season. Uh, we'll also, of course, have news and notes. Uh, we'll have the watch for and and, and no, no okay. Didn't even have to ask. That's that's how in sync we are, folks. Already in the new year. Um, so, of course, speaking of being in sync, we are in sync with the great NGSC Sports because at NGSCSports.com, we never stop. Go check them out online. Uh, for they've been doing a lot of bowl game coverage. If that's your jam, go go check it out. The bowl games. Uh, Love I love it. Watching the Georgia Bulldogs right now. Oh, I just saw. I think actually I saw the NBC Sports thing pop up on here. So thank you, NBC Sports, for reminding me Georgia's playing. Oh, that's. Uh, I guess I'm assuming that game's on ESPN. Uh, uh, Correcto. It is halftime. Mm. Dogs up nineteen nothing. Oh my goodness, that's that's good. The, it's the battle of the dogs, or no bear? bear. No, they're playing Baylor. They're yeah, bears. yeah, yeah. It's fine. That's fine. So, bears, Mister. They're bears. They're they're all canines and ursas and and that sort of thing. They're all in the same family. Um, some some zoologists are going to prove me wrong, uh, but that's okay because you can check that all out on ngscsports.com as well as a uh, hey hey listen listen <sighs> listen. OGS, I know you're a big fan of this podcast, and I just want you to know, you you, you and your friend Ed, um, I, I know there's, we'll get into it later, there was a very mean Italian man out there who said very terrible things about you. What uh, is Carlo Ancelotti up to now? <laughs> not that no, Italian. No, there was a mean Italian, it was probably Fabio Capella. <laughs> One of them. Uh, but you know what? It's the holiday season, and, and nobody needs that in their time of life. You want to you think of the good times. So if, if you guys want to get an, a Sir Alex Ferguson body pillow, oh, I'm sure. God, I'd rather not, but that sounds amazing. Hey, hey, what you do with it is up to you. But if you're, if you're OGS or, or Sir Ed, maybe, maybe you just want to cuddle with it and remember the good times. When, when your club wasn't attacked by a fat little Italian man who happens to also represent some of the biggest stars in your sport. Maybe, maybe you want to do that. I don't know. But I do know that if you want to try to do something like that, maybe you should go check out Alicia's Pillows and Things. She has great stuff on her website, tons of new stuff. Uh, and if you go check out on her Facebook page, which I'm going to do right now because... You know, it's not like this podcast is, you know, just flowing smoothly or anything. Um, I'm going to go check out what she has live as of this recording. If I can, uh, if I can get to this. I'm going to stand up. No, I'm not going to. So we're going to check this out as we go to Alicia's Pills and Things Facebook page. Um, She also has, of course, a ton of NFL stuff. Um, hey, hey, you know, still, still, if you're, if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, hey, your season's over, I think, the NFL's done for the regular season, and, and I don't think you guys made the playoffs, so, hey, 
You, you Jose got... Green does not watch the NFL at all, and he didn't have to reach at all to know the Cleveland Browns didn't make the playoffs. Shocking. Shocking that I was right on this one. Um, so go check her out uh, on her Facebook page. Just search Felicia's Pills and Things. You'll find it right there. First search result pop up. Great sales. Great the most deals. important question to ask. Yeah. Any NFL fan. We still them boys? <laughs> them boys. Oh, them boys. That, that boy. Just, just remember, man, the Dallas Cowboys will be watching the Super Bowl just like we will. Hmm. Optionally. Yes. <laughs> and on television yes. if necessary. Yes. Uh, where is the Super Bowl this year? Is it in Dallas? Um, no, I don't know. All I know is it is the greatest Super Bowl ever because it's Super Bowl L-I-V. Mm. Live. I see what you did there. I was gonna, I was gonna try to see if I could make a. I don't have enough NFL knowledge to know who's won the Super Bowl six times, but you know, or five times to make it. Anyway, the Patriots have they? Yeah, I think. I think Tom's got six now. I think. Huh? Steelers have won a bunch. The... Yeah, I figured the Steelers would have won more. That that's dim boys. Dim boys. Dim boys. I want to say Brady's like six and three in Super Bowls. Super Bowl team records. We're doing this because it's a new year. We fact check the podcast live. Um, let's see. We fact check the podcast at all. That's the new thing. That's true. Uh, let's see. No. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Patriots have won six. Steelers have won six. Actually, yeah. Wow. I thought they would have won more than that. I, I want to say. Have the 49ers won six or are they at five? Niners are at five, Cowboys at five, Packers and Giants at four. Right. Oh, my God. Carolina Panthers still at a whopping zero. Oh, yeah, that's – oh, that's so disappointing. Keep pounding. (laughs) It's all about Cam, baby. Is it it still? No, apparently they hate Cam now. I don't – doesn't matter. I'm a huge Kyle Allen fan. Oh, okay. Only because you know he actually made them worse. <laughs> easy to do. So. Oh, but again, go check out Alicia's pills and things on Facebook. That's what we're talking about here. Get your stuff ready. Also, those cartoon stuff. So go check that out. Um, so Premier League. That's what we're talking about. Um, the, the season that will not stop. And it's like, Hey, you look at the schedule and Oh, there's no premier league matches this weekend. Cause everybody gets the weekend up. <laughs> Wrong. It's an FA cup weekend. You fools. You fools. <laughs> you were tricked. Uh, and for some of you, you'll also have a league cup semifinal next week. Ha ha. Ha ha. You fools. Oh my God. I... We took care of that. Thank you. Yeah. I, oh man, I I know I know I know it's great to have so much soccer, but like, come on, guys, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Just remember, every other European league is on break right now. <laughs> well, that's when you when I go onto my soccer scores app, and every day it's like it's literally just the Premier League and the Championship for like the last two weeks. That's it. I mean, and if if this doesn't tell you why Brexit, I don't know what will. That's a good point. Um, it got started off in style, though, from when we last left off from uh, Boxing Day. 
uh, on Friday, February 27th, uh, a big game between Wolves and Man City. Nick Petrovich, so happy. Maybe not oh. with how it started, but he was happy with how it ended. Oh. Um, Man City falls to Wolves 3-2. They do it again at the Molyneux, uh, thanks to two goals in the final 10 minutes. One from Raul Jimenez and one from Matt Doherty to swipe Man City and Raheem Sterling's double off the table and get themselves a massive massive three points uh this wolves team proving that they are indeed for real uh and even with europa commitments although europa is not going on right now thankfully they are still shrugging along this season and will comfortably be it looks like a top half of the table team maybe even better yet again um saturday uh brighton beats very struggling bournemouth 2-0 uh i don't know how to say his last name uh, but we'll talk about him a little bit later. Ja- uh, dude, ja- <laughs> yeah. Jabaka- I'm not looking at it. Jabakanashis, that's what I'm saying. Jahan Bakash? Jahan Bakash? Jahan Bakash? We'll go with it. Alareza. We'll call you by your first name. Like, like Dale. We'll, we'll, it's one name, like Pele, because, you know, he scores goals like he's Pele. Uh, he had the goal in that one. Uh, Everton and new manager bounce. They uh, beat Newcastle 2 1 thanks to a brace from Dominic Calvert Lewin. Remember him? Uh, Southampton gets a late draw with Crystal Palace 1 1 thanks to Danny Ings, who is quickly becoming, yes, the MVP of the league. Don't at me, anyone. Uh, Watford beat Austin Villa 3 0. The great Troy Deeney with a brace there. Uh, Lester re- uh, re- rebounds from their very uh, tough, tough, tough week of matches. Because, yes, it's a week and the holiday season. This is like your third match of the week. Uh, they beat West Ham on the road 2-1. Uh, Damari Gray with the eventual winner in the 56th minute. Uh, Tottenham and Norwich drew 2-2. Harry Kane's penalty. Uh, the equalizer late in the 83rd minute there. Uh, and United, hey, they beat Burnley 2-0. The kids came to play that day. Uh, so that was the Saturday. On Sunday, uh, Chelsea gets past Arsenal 2 1. Uh, Arsenal having a great first half through other MVP of the league, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, with his goal in the 13th minute. But Chelsea scored two late goals through Jorginho and Tammy Abraham. Can, can, I, can I throw something out real quick? After you and I had had our discussion mm-hmm. about, um, you know, kind of like the shadow MVP of the league being Aubameyang. Yeah. Um, I think I put something on an athletic article. I, I commented uh, about that. I thought Bobby Yang was mm-hmm. by far at least Arsenal's MVP. Mm-hmm. And I was harshly rebuked by a gooner. Okay. So, you know, it really hurt my feelings. So yeah, bad. obviously. This guy called me an idiot, a moron, horrible thing. And he proceeded to um, go on a diatribe about how Burn Leno was really their MVP. <laughs> And I'm sitting here, and just every match that goes by, every match that goes by, I'm like, I would love to talk to that friend again. Oh, I will so say tell this. Tell me again how Burn Leno's your MVP. I will say this in Burn Leno's defense. I do not think he's actually been bad. I think he's saddled with an atrocious defense in front of him. And as I believe he's had to take the most saves in the Premier League this far. Or the man has David Louise in front of him. People give him a break. So, so I can, I can almost see the logic. I can almost see where this twisted mind comes into play that says, well, if it wasn't for Leno, we'd be giving up eight goals instead of just the two. And so, okay, maybe I, 
I think well, that's why the problem is he's at fault for many of the ones they do give up. It's fair. It's fair. I don't know. I <laughs> I think that's insane. I I think I think to have a reasonable discussion about one of them being Arsenal's best player this year is fine. I, I was open to. I think calling someone an idiot for saying that is just so stupid. Like I'm sorry, it's not hypocritical. I'm calling this man an idiot for calling Wes an idiot, sir. Sir, you're an idiot. Um, so of course I very maturely ended this by saying, "Look, say whatever you want to about your table team. I'm heading back to the top of the table to follow my team." Oh, I'm sure that went over very well. Oh, the internet at its finest. Um, and Manchester City uh, with the rebound gets another two goals. This time they hold Sheffield United scoreless uh, to win two nil. Um, and then finally. Uh, I think finally Liverpool uh, beats Wolves one nil Sadio Mane with the lone goal in this one. Um, But Wes Wolves making Liverpool work for every inch of what I believe was their 19th, uh, 18th win of the Mm -hmm. Premier League season. 18 wins out of 19 minutes. Yeah. Yep. Um, For Wolves, I'm going to give Wolves some credit here. Um, And you should. They're great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they had a 48-hour turnaround to this match. Mm-hmm. Um, Adama Traore, who is, you know, just turning into, holy shit, Adama yeah. Traore. Yeah. Um, you know, he had expended so much against City. He couldn't. He didn't even come on to about the 60th minute. Mm-hmm. And he wreaked some havoc once he got in there. Um, VAR reared its head in this match, uh, upholding a Liverpool, ma- uh, go- a Liverpool goal, which... Mm-hmm. Right call um, off Lalana, um, and then overturning a Wolves goal just before halftime. Which yeah. here's my here's my thinking of it. Letter of the law. If we're talking millimeters, mm-hmm. he was technically offside. Um, I oh God, and I'm not. We're not getting into a VAR discussion tonight. That's not the thing here, but. To me, it's not so much a question of VAR at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at this point, just when we get to the offseason, the Premier League is going to have to discuss adjusting the offside rule. Mm-hmm. I mean, because this is freaking ridiculous. I mean, you know, your big toe is offside, therefore no goal can count. Yeah. And it was very – I mean, when, when I saw it, I was watching the match, I went, damn, that was nice. Oh well, they got us one one. We'll give them in the second half, and then it goes to and obviously mm-hmm. off as a fan, as a Liverpool fan. But I'm also sitting there going, "Oh my god, that is so freaking harsh." Yeah, I mean that's that's harsh. Like the Firmino armpit being offside mm-hmm. was harsh. You know, I mean, where where does that mean absolutely anything in this goal? But mm-hmm. letter of the law. But uh, Wolves Wolves had some chances late. They actually skied a few balls in the last. Five ten minutes there, um, Wolves came ready to play, man. And uh, Liverpool, you know, Liverpool do what they did, man. They they grind it out. They find a way to find a way to get three points, and that's really the big difference in Liverpool this year and the Liverpool we've seen in the past. Where you know, Liverpool in the past, let's say four or five of those wins end up being draws. Mm-hmm. But this Liverpool team, they just they just got something, man. You know, Klopp calls them the mentality monsters. They freaking refuse to lose. 
Um, Nothing else you can really say about Liverpool. They just they they refuse to lose matches and absolutely um, they find a way to get it done. And um, suddenly they're finding a way to keep clean sheets. Mm-hmm. And it's like shit. What are they going to do next? <laughs> Um, what I do want to really quickly before we move on, just mm-hmm. ask one more question about Wolves, not so much about them particularly, but just uh-huh. in relation to the teams around them. And I'm going to go with, uh, they're, they're at 30 points right now. Chelsea mm-hmm. at 36, uh, United are at 31 Spurs at 30 and U- Sheffield United at 29. That's, mm-hmm. that's their immediate vicinity teams. <clears throat> Would you say that Wolves on the day, on a given day, are the best of that five uh, five team group? Out of that five team group, I think they've got the best ceiling. Okay, really out of that group, I, th- I think I think when playing at their best, Wolves is probably the best team out of those. Mm-hmm. But obviously, Wolves' biggest issue, which kind of seems to be the issue with all the teams in that group, is just consistency. Sure. Absolutely. And I don't really throw Sheffield in that because Sheffield United is punching so far above their weight right now. That's fair. That's fair to say. That I mean, I'm I god, I mean, how can you give them anything but a plus for their season so oh, far? Oh yeah, for, yeah. Oh, um, for sure. So for them, I don't even think it's consistency. I just think it's, you know, when it comes to sheer talent, mm-hmm. they don't really belong in the conversation with those other four teams. Um, but Wolves, I think Wolves have the highest game day ceiling of all those teams but they're just they're just not consistent mm-hmm. enough to put it together really and i will say out of out of those five uh they are joint lowest losses along with mm-hmm. sheffield united actually with five uh right. fewer than chelsea united and tottenham um mm-hmm. they're just a few too many draws for wolves especially in the early mm-hmm. part of the year but this right. team has been such a joy to watch over the last couple of years, and and, it, and do well in Europa as well. So yeah, and and I think what it really speaks to is, you know, because we saw we saw last year when they came up, uh, we saw them and Fulham both come up kind of at the same time, and both mm-hmm. spent I wouldn't say crazy amounts of money, but both did spend a lot of money upon mm-hmm. coming up that summer. Wolves seem to spend though very intelligently in a lot of people we weren't super aware about at the time, but seem to have scouted very well for players that could fit in, not just with their team, which has a a very Spanish uh, Portuguese tint Uh, to it. uh, We'll call it the Iberian tint. There you go. Um, (laughs) But also these are players who can play in the Premier League because we've seen so often there have been times when guys come over and they're so they're so heralded, but they mm-hmm. can't adjust the Premier League. And the guy you mentioned before, Adama Traore, is like mm-hmm. a pinnacle of a guy who was built to play in the Premier League and is mm-hmm. now thriving in it. And I I'm very interested to see how long can Wolves hold on to him. I know that's well, the most cynical thing in the world to think, but I hope they can. Well, and you think of Adama Traore, he's taken an extremely interesting route to get where he is. I mean, this guy was like a Barcelona mm-hmm. did. Um, you know, start off at Barcelona, kind of got caught up in that um, I'm stuck behind Messi mm-hmm. and also... Rough life. You know, with Barcelona, they love to spend money up front. Oh, yeah. And it's almost like, you know, the, the Barcelona Academy, which... Which I think a decade ago was a very legit 
um, title bestowed upon uh, La Masia. Mm-hmm. That said, in the last decade, Barcelona has turned. Yep. You know, we just got to go out and buy players. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think Traore just kind of got caught in that. Mm-hmm. Um, took a weird one. Ended up at Middlesbrough. Mm-hmm. Played in the championship. You know, and for him, I think he. I don't want to say he's a late bloomer. I mean, it's not like he's old. I think, God, he's in his early 20s. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll let you put that up while we yep. say it. Um, but, you know, it's taken him a few years in England to kind of putting everything together. Mm-hmm. But I think right now for him, he's definitely in right situation, right coach in Nuno Espirito. Um, and I, I just, I think right now he is in a fan situation for him to showcase his talents he's got those really good midfielders around including you know Ruben Nevis mm-hmm. who is tipped to play for one of the bigger clubs in Europe before it's all said and done mm-hmm. um you know he was one of those you know as we talked about 10 of this team uh Jorge Mendez is kind of unofficially on payroll mm-hmm and of course he's a Portuguese super agent. So, um, I mean, you look at that team and they, they do have a lot, um, Hispanic players, you know, they've got, um, Raul Jimenez from Mexico, um, uh, Ruben Nevis. They've got Jao Matinho. Um, they've got Rui Patricio. Um, so a very beneficial relationship between themselves and Jorge Mendez. And plus, they got um, they've got ownership that is willing to uh, go out and spend money. Oh yeah, and, and that, that's a good thing. A, it's a really good combination right now for Wolves, and they're in a really good spot in their history at this point. And I would love to see Wolves continue to get better. And and I believe we will for the next uh, the foreseeable future here, even as we're going to get into their match today just to reveal the score. And so, yeah, not not the best of days for them, but there will be well, better we'll talk days. About- Consistency. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, as we get on to new, the New Year's Day matches here, uh, after a very brief respite for these teams, uh, Aston Villa beats Burnley 2-1, uh, thanks to a 41st-minute goal from Jack Grealish. Uh, Chelsea, speaking of that consistency, they get the draw 1-1 at Brighton and Hove. Uh, Cesar Espelicueta with the first goal in the 10th minute. But uh, Alareza, with the goal of the year, already on the first day um, with a fantastic equalizer uh, for Brighton to get the 1-1 draw there and gets them uh, a very nice point against Chelsea as uh, as the uh, the Christian Pulisic media bandwagon starts again. He hasn't he hasn't done anything in eight matches, oh God, and he, he might be hurting, but he's not because he said so on Twitter, so oh God, what's that? Guys, it's going to be fine. Just please calm down, please. I beg you. I don't want, I don't want to go through this every two months. Please just calm the fuck down. Thank you. Um, Lester also, uh, sort of exerting their influence on other teams. Again, three, no winners at Newcastle, uh, James Madison with the goal in this one, uh, Southampton, a very big win for them. Uh, Danny Ings, he scores again, uh, as he beats Tottenham one nil in a very poor showing for Josie Mourinho's side, but it's back to Josie Mourinho as we know and love him when, uh, he said he, uh, I, I don't remember the exact phrase he used, but, uh, he basically oh. called Southampton's manager an idiot, which is great. Well, no, no, was it, was it Southampton's manager or was it the official? 
Oh, I thought it, I thought it was Southampton's man. Yeah, I thought it was the official because oh, okay. he said yes. Oh. Or, uh, yes, I received the yellow card and I deserved it for yelling at an idiot oh. or something. Oh, okay. Um, no, okay, so, uh, yeah, uh, he was booked by referee Mike Dean for going over to the Southampton bench <laughs> after arguing with goalkeeping coach Andrew Sparks over parent time wasting. <laughs> Quote, I think the yellow card is fair because I was rude, but I was rude to an idiot, and for some reason, <laughs> for some reason I was rude. But I was, and because I was rude, I deserved the yellow card. <laughs> Josie, oh. Wow. Oh, that is that is peak holy shit. You know, cuddly Josie. Nah, yeah. that was a facade. Yeah. This is this is the Josie Mourinho. This is the Josie Mourinho that we not only deserve but we need in our lives. Yes, welcome back. It's that is the best New Year's present I could get besides an actual win. That all oh, delicious. I love it. Never change, Josie. Clearly, you haven't. Um, Watford beats Wolves 2-1, as we kind of alluded to earlier. Uh, very important win for Watford if they want to try and get out of the relegation zone. Uh, Jared Delefeu and Abdullah Decore with goals in this one. Uh, Nito, not Nito enough for Wolves in this one, but he did have a goal in the 60th minute. Uh, Man City gets two goals from Gabriel Jesus, seven minutes apart in the second half to beat Everton, new manager bounce, already over for Everton. Uh, Charleston does get a goal for them, but uh, Everton. Well, I mean, that said, it is City. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know. I just like to joke because we like to joke at Everton's expense here. And of course, we know what their next match is. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah. on the FA Cup. <laughs> uh, West Ham. Uh, speaking of new manager balances, they beat Bournemouth. 4-0. Uh, Mark Noble with a brace in this one in the first half to get a young, Ham. hungry, super genius on the sideline for West Ham. As we'll get to a little bit in news and notes. And then uh, finally to round out the day, uh, a Connor Wickham late equalizer was enough for Crystal Palace to steal a point at Norwich City uh, as they are trying, to, trying, trying so hard to get out of the bottom of the table. Um, but again, let a chance to get a full three points slip through their grasps. Unfortunate for them. Um, so as we do take a look at the schedule, uh, unfortunately, there's only one more match for this holiday season. It is a Liverpool match against Sheffield at Anfield, uh, three o'clock tomorrow. So by the time this goes up, it will probably have happened or be happening in the present tense. Yeah. So, um, any, any thoughts, uh, you've already talked a little bit about Sheffield United, uh, when we mentioned them earlier, but any thoughts heading into the match, uh, tomorrow? Just want to say one thing for Liverpool here. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm just, this how it's happened this season. You know, you never know what might happen tomorrow, but it is at Anfield. Mm-hmm. We don't lose at Anfield. It seems like it's true. I believe we're like 50 matches now without a <laughs> loss. So, um, I'm going to predict a Liverpool victory over a, a good Sheffield team. Sure. But that will kind of put um, a, a stamp on where this season is going because, you know, not only not only have Liverpool had this historic start to the season, but you're telling me, including a freaking box for two matches, that Liverpool are not only going to go in the festive season, they're going to fucking win out in the festive season. <laughs> it's crazy. Holy shit, folks. I, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just the fucking year. Yeah. So, um, I mean, really, this this run Liverpool's on, be it Liverpool, be it anyone, you've got to look and say, this is just freaking incredible what this team's doing right now. This is, this is Tiger Woods in his prime. 
You're right. That that is a great way to put it. This is Tiger Woods in his This is Alabama Nick Saban mm-hmm. when he was running everybody. This is this is basically that. So let me. I mean, I mean this is incredible. I do want to get one thought uh, before sure. before we move on to our our our, uh, our table look here. Um, I did see Arlo White on Twitter. We love Arlo. Um, mention something to the effect of the the uh, the Premier League coronation commences. Uh, I believe it was before the last match. And and a lot of the responses he got were, shut up, shut up, it's not over, shut the fuck up, this hasn't ended yet, shut up, don't jinx us, shut 100%, up. 100%, 100%, every, not jinx us, every other fan in the country, oh, it's over, it's yeah. over. And they're doing it, Ed, I'll tell you why, because everyone hates Liverpool. Of course. And what they're doing is they're throwing it out there right now, oh, it's over. If somehow Liverpool lose, it will be it will be better than Christmas, New Year's, Boxing Day, and everything wrapped into one for those fans. <laughs> if Liverpool lose this title somehow, so yes, you build them up like there's no way they can. Then if something happens, you absolutely demolish them. We we will be fair to Mr. Arlo White, not not a Liverpool hater by by any no. stretch of the imagination. Um, we do we do love him. Um, but it's just we have we have. Yes. We have been in these similar positions before, mm-hmm. and it doesn't go well. Yeah, I, I don't think we've ever been this good though. When we're done, that's so. that's my thing. I'm like, this is I. the The last time I feel like someone was we were talking like this was two years ago when City was gonna wrap up the league in April, and I like right. this. This is kind of what it feels like again, to be honest. Well, and and, and the similarity in that. And say last year was like back then there was no one running down. Yeah, yeah. And right now there's no one running down. Exactly. Liverpool. Right now Liverpool. Let's once again let let's assume a victory over. Sure. Let's assume a victory. Let's mm-hmm. put Liverpool 13 points ahead of second place with match in with hand. a match in hand. Yep. Which. Let's just be liberal. Let's say they draw that match. That's a 14-point lead. David Moyes is going to do him in. Don't worry. That means that Liverpool would have to lose five matches yeah. while Leicester went perfect the rest of the season yeah. to knit them by a point. I... Liverpool have lost one match in two years. <laughs> I, I, I just... I mean, it, it is what it is. You... you... I'm just, I'm not going to be the one to say it. Okay. But I, I, I think I am, being the being the great American that I am. Yes. You know, and Americans are allowed to have optimism in of life. Of course. You know what I'm thinking here. Yeah, yeah. I And, and the numbers back it up, and it, it would be, I, I think I think someone said the only way this, the only way Liverpool lose is if um, Jurgen Klopp and the rest of the team like go through the Bermuda Triangle and the plane doesn't come out. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, basically. I just Yeah. So it is what it is, but you know, you just you got to respect the gods of fall and you don't say it out loud. But, I mean, it is what it is. It's a, it's cuz it's I incredible. Like you said it's it's peak Tiger Woods, it's it's Alabama, it's it's the Yankees under Joe Torre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like shit. You just it's like you just have a feeling this is what's going to happen. And and the crazy thing is, and I, I I did talk about this a little bit last week when I was alone on the pod, um, but it's it's crazy how how 
kind of chaotic this season has been where it does feel like to an extent anybody can go and beat anybody else even norwich like right you don't count them right. out except liverpool except and hey, especially at anfield <laughs> and that's why like if if so if this liverpool was like just like a little bit worse like i'm talking maybe at two losses at two losses and a draw instead of instead yeah. so put them at subtract what seven points? subtract six points six points okay so they're at what 49 so then they're four up so then they're four up say a win tomorrow would say seven up with a game in hand yeah and so then i still basically almost 10 points up at that point yeah but that's about also what they were up last year even though i think it was right. uh city had match in hand i think city had the match in hand yes. last year that's right uh, but- and still had but that would also be a they've lost twice so you think right. okay there's there's chances for them to lose right there's and, somewhere yeah and and craziness can happen so at that point you'd say are we in line for maybe one of the greatest overall premier league seasons ever like from mm-hmm. top to bottom of just of great clashes every week and it mm-hmm. would be uh unfortunately that's not gonna be the case and this is gonna be this this season is gonna be dominated by two things one liverpool and two var um yeah. <laughs> and we'll see in about five years which one ends up being remembered more from people um but it's yeah. it's um, uh it's it's a season man it is a season and, and right now people are on pace <laughs> Um, it's 110. God, it's 110. It should. Be. I mean, Liverpool are on pace right now to absolutely shatter. Let's look at it's 38 games. Yeah, they're halfway through and they're at 38 55, times so. three is 114. If it, if Liverpool you just... have lost two points, so they're they're on 112. Wait, how is it 112? Because they've lost two points, so they could still get 112 if they win out. They... But seven, wait, 37 wins times three is 111. Out of 112. Why Why is my math crazy? Because if they're halfway through the season, you should just be able to double their point total, Match right? in hand. Yeah, but... We, have, ha- we still have a match in hand because we haven't played, right? But it, you're at 19... Right this second, at 11-14 right. on Wednesday night, you're at 19 matches, which is exactly right. halfway through the season. So you should just be able to double 19 it. times 357 plus 57... That's 114. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> either, either way, either way, I mean, they are on a pace to comp- yeah. to utterly shatter the unbeatable record set two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Nobody will touch this. Shit. <laughs> Man, City scored 198 points over two seasons. Oh, my God. Who could do that? Oh. 97 and 110. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I give up. This, and this and I'll, I'll say, um, I, I say a great way to describe this Liverpool squad mm-hmm. this week is this team is, they look to this point like a mix of Klopp's Dortmund and Pep's Barcelona. Yeah, I saw someone else say that this week. Yeah. And that's an interesting way to really mm-hmm. think about it. Because, you know, since Klopp's been there, oh, well, they can get him. You know, if you put a good defense in there, if, if if you put a compact defense in there, they're screwed. Yeah, now they can break down compact defenses. <laughs> it's like, well, you can get the shootout with them. 
and now they're keeping clean sheets left and right. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, what do you do right now? And basically right now going to Anfield, it's like, okay, let's just like not try to get our point differential kill. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, teams are literally going to Anfield right now. <clears throat> try not to get blown out. So uh, it's I, insane right now. I will say, and I know I've said this like, I think three times now, but after this point, we'll move on. I promise. Sure. Um, is... And I, I need you to somewhat remove your Liverpool fandom for just like two seconds here um, because I'm just – something I've been playing in my head because I thought about this mm-hmm. two years ago when we had the City season uh-huh. uh, when they ran away. And then last year I didn't have it obviously because Liverpool and City played down right, the wire. Right, right there, huh? And now I'm kind of thinking about this city again. Is – what if we had a playoff at the end of the year? Even if it was like sixteen, if it was like NFL style, six teams, top two teams get a bye, team one mm-hmm. gets to pick their opponent after the mm-hmm. first round is done. I, I, I've been thinking, and I'm like, I, like this season, it'd be good because it would give so, it would give some meaning to the next four months. I know you don't want to say that, but I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say it. But I, then you have a year like last year, and it's like, well, then do we just wait for the inevitable final match again between City and Liverpool and see how that plays out. And I'm just wondering, it, it, would a playoff format be fun, great, good for the game, whatever you want to say, for the Premier League? I think... I think it'd be... I mean, it would be fun for the... Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong on that. It'd be fun for the viewers. Mm-hmm. But in in all actuality, as especially the Premier League, mm. as much as they play, and then you take those you take those teams who most likely would end mm-hmm. quote playoff, mm-hmm. they're in Europe. Mm-hmm. These are teams that are going deep in Europe. These are teams most of, you know they're playing deep into the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. You're just adding kind of more at the end of the season onto these guys. My one argument would have been uh, in this scenario, we also eliminate the league cup. You can't do that. It's obviously the most important cup of them all. Oh, just ask the English. Oh my God. Shut up. Just uh, ask the English media. Oh. How dare Liverpool disrespect the competition. They're idiots. Fuck them. Um, Cause my <laughs> idea was then you play. What I, what I think you would do is I think you would have the three, six, four, five matchups would be a one game playoff at the higher seed. And then the semifinals and finals would be a two-leg thing. And so for that, you're only adding for for so for right now with the way the table is, Liverpool and Leicester would be one, two. For them, you're adding four matches. Mm-hmm. And you're taking away however many they would have played in the League Cup. For Liverpool, I guess it'd been three, two, three, something like that. Three, yeah. Um still so, in it, yeah. So that that kind of balances out a little bit. Um well, I, uh, and the other thing, I know, is so we'll just get rid of sure. But, I mean, you got to think now, I mean. I know. There's other clubs. I know. Yeah. I mean, there are other clubs. Other there's the FA the Cup. Top. The magic of the FA Cup. Yeah, but. I don't know. You know, Mexico does this, basically. Liga MX does this. I mean, MLS does it, too. And we like to rag on MLS, so maybe it's a bad idea. Yeah. But, but I'm just. Well, and, and then it kind of comes out, you know. Shit. I mean, almost the closest you could compare it to then is like college basketball, actually, of all things. Yeah. You know, where it still means something to win the regular season. Yeah. 
and then you have your tournament. Yeah. You know, like in the NFL, it's like who gives a shit? Yeah. You know, it matters. It matters. You know, mm-hmm. it matters when the World Series. It matters when when the NFL final or the MLB well, or the NBA final. And that's what I thought. Like, because uh, it was back when the Seattle Mariners won the World Series or didn't win the World Series. They won 116 games in 2001. Yeah, or 2000, whenever it was, and it was like okay, but they lost in the ALCS to the Yankees. So who fucking cares? Yeah, I mean, we vaguely remember it, but it's not like oh, Yankees. Um, and I would sort of a purist part of me. I would hate to lose, and I'll just I will cap here and say this. You know, let's say that was the case, Mm -hmm. and you know, for 30 years Liverpool have been vying to win this league title, and so Mm -hmm. I'm like, I won the league. Okay, well that doesn't really count. Yeah. Playoff. And yeah. who gives a shit that you got 109 points this year? Mm-hmm. Because here's, um, you know, here's Chelsea who got 74 points, but on the day, uh, Virgil van Dyke sprains his knee and mm-hmm. won. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, your season's shit now because you didn't win right. the championship. Yeah. Oh, there's definite downsides to this idea. So I agree. Yeah. I, I, I kind of think. I almost think that's kind of like what your domestic mm-hmm. cups are for, really, okay. mm-hmm. because I, I believe, and I think I feel that MLS loses this with the way it's set up with the divisions and everything. Mm-hmm. I think um, you know, winning the league is the reward for being over that long, grueling season, being the best team. Sure, it's not because you got hot, right? Yeah, and, and you know, when you take a Europe, look at the, it's not so much about getting hot, but it's a mm-hmm. competition because it's about it's about a home and away match. Mm-hmm. It's not about who's been the best team for nine months, right? And I believe that's why the league is as important as it is because the league rewards your overall picture. Sure, absolutely. You know. Where even Europe, which I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. as the six-time champions of mm-hmm. Europe, mm-hmm. there it is. There it is. Um, you know, I mean, that's that's awesome. It's amazing. But at the same time, I mean, you know, Liverpool may have the team that goes down as the the worst team to ever win a Europe <laughs> Maybe with two thousand five and Stevie, this was basically Stevie G, Sammy Hoopy, and Jamie Carragher, and who the fuck. And, Zabby Alonso, excuse me, and who the fuck are the rest of these guys? <laughs> you know, you know, and it was basically, hey, it's like we say, it was one night in Istanbul. Right. I mean, we should not have been on the field with AC on, but, you know, for 45 minutes, shit went our way, and we won a shootout. Mm-hmm. Liverpool, we're not truly the best team in Europe that year. <laughs> so, um, you know, that that is, that's tournaments. Style ball and tournament style is different than the entire season that mm-hmm. we're seeing. Um, I, I mean, like I said, for, to get back to the point, for the viewer, it would be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like the college football playoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, at least for the college football playoff spread out, you know, you can you can just about always get the four best teams and four teams that deserve to be on the field with each other. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But think if you started doing 12 for the college football. Yeah. And it'd be like, now, wait a minute. You know, why does, um, 
why does um, the third best team in the Big Ten, why do they even deserve the chance to knock LSU out of this thing? Right. Why does Penn State deserve to even not to even have mm-hmm. a chance to when they couldn't even win their division? They could. They had their ups and downs all year, where LSU's been just the shit. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Un, unlike your your Gooner friend on the athletics comment section, I'm very open to having a debate about this, and very well may be wrong. But yeah, and uh, I, I love the debate. That's the thing. I mean, I. Yeah. Hey, you, you come with your side. I come with my. Mm-hmm. Maybe you turn me a little bit. Maybe I turn you a little. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, well, agree to disagree. Yeah. yeah. We can we can still be friends. Yeah, exactly. Here we are. We're still still be friends. We're still doing this. Speaking of League of MX, uh, Monterey just yeah playoff. They were the they were the six seeds. So. Vincent Yanson wins the trophy. Oh, yay! <sighs> Good for Spurs. <laughs> be the only one that you. Yeah, oh, now nah, we're winning the FA Cup. Don't worry. Um, Joe, Joe, exactly we're doing the we're doing the double that's why we brought Josie in um so quick look at the table we've been going around this. Eighth in the league. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> hey that means we don't have to play hey we win the champions league we go straight into the champions league next year doesn't matter if you finish. lose the champions league final you're not stuck in europa exactly it's brilliant it's Josie. oh he's a master class 4d is on a level that we cannot Oh man! Uh, so Liverpool again, ten points up on Leicester, two matches in hand at the moment. Uh, that that will change very shortly, one way or another. Uh, Man City one point behind Leicester, Chelsea eight points back of City in fourth, uh, United five points back of Chelsea in fifth, Tottenham Wolves right there in sixth and seventh with thirty points, Sheffield United right behind them. At the bottom of your heart, the relegation zone, Aston Villa currently sitting just outside of it with twenty one points, Bournemouth. That's me hitting the panic button on Bournemouth. They're at 20 points right now in the relegation zone. Watford just behind them with 19 in 19th. And Norwich are in last place with 14 points with time slipping away. I'm really scared for Bournemouth, and I hate it for them. They have been so beat up this year. Yeah. I mean, just, God, you want to talk injuries murdering a team. That's poor Bournemouth right now. And that's, and that's something that's just so brutal. And... I guess we have to respect them, you know, in a in what has become a very trigger happy league. Um, the fact that they have not fired Eddie Howe yet, as I think of, they realize what they have in Eddie. Yeah, and the absolute miracle that it's been that they've kind of become mainstays in the Premier League. Oh Premier. yes, for sure. Um, so, well, we will see if he uh, if he manages to make it through the end of the season. If uh, if they are also able to stay up, which I'm sure is. The number one concern right then for now is staying up in the Premier League and getting back on track and getting their guys healthy and ready. Um, now, it's the magic of the FA Cup, like we talked about earlier. Uh, again, that will start this Saturday, the 4th. Um, again, uh, there are two Premier League on Premier League matches. They are Wolves versus uh, Manchester United at Wolves. So that will be a big one. As well as another uh, Merseyside Derby on the 5th on Sunday. Liverpool hosting Everton, which I'm sure will go very, very well for Carlo Ancelotti's men. But hey, he's he's been one of the only people to beat Liverpool this year. So maybe... I say, he actually he actually had yeah. good all-time. So. Well, um, he beat us in the 2007 um, mm-hmm. Champions League final. The, the one in Athens, the rematch. <laughs> uh, when we actually had a much better... <laughs> but uh, we're unable to win that one. 
Um, and uh, he's he's done well for Napoli. Yeah. Um, obviously has a good record against him for Napoli. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, Carlo, I, I, I'll put it this way. Yes. I'll put it this way, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot more worry in me facing a Carlo Ancelotti side than a Marco Silva Shocking. uh Dice. Yeah. Uh, basically anyone else they've had in there. Uh, David Moore Martinez. Martinez. Yes. Well hey, hey, I've heard Fair enough. In his ten years. Fair enough. Fair. <laughs> in his and... ten years he beat him twice. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, there's also, if you're looking for an underdog story, there are two teams outside of the football league still in it. They are AFC Fylde and Hartlepool United. Hartlepool will be heading to Oxford, League One side Oxford, on Saturday. And uh, Fylde will be heading on Sunday to Sheffield United. Uh, so two very big asks for the two uh, non-football league sides still in the competition. Uh, there are also a handful of League Two sides still in that uh, you guys can pull for. But, uh, yep, and then all of it ends on uh, Monday as Arsenal takes on Leeds. Uh, Also next week is the uh, League Cup semifinals, uh, which is United versus City, and then it's also Aston Villa versus Leicester. Um, So please, please enjoy that. It'll It'll be fun, I'm sure, as those first legs kick off. Um Real quick, as we hit the news and notes section now, um, we're not going to really talk about VAR because we have already talked about it a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, but uh, ESPN, shockingly, has a really good article that I discovered. Uh, it has not been updated through today's matches as far as I can tell. Um, but it's an article, how VAR decisions have affected every Premier League club. And it has a breakdown of every single VAR decision in this year's Premier League season, along with uh, the team, the outcome, did it go for them or against them, and how many potential points it could have cost them or gained them through the decisions. Um, There have been 58 VAR overturns this season. Basically, a little more than halfway through the season. Uh, A team we talked about earlier, Wolves, are the only team in the Premier League who have not had a decision go in their favor. They are 0-6 in decisions for them. Uh, I believe the best team, if I scroll up here, um, is Brighton and Hove. They have had the most go for them. Uh, I believe they are 7-2 in their decisions uh, for versus against. So, hey, if you, if you want to feel like uh, killing yourself... Uh, go, go this one, 32 disallowed goals. Again, these do not take into account today's goals on New Year's day, which I got at least five VAR correction notifications during today's matches on my phone. So that number is definitely higher than 32, but yeah, so we're averaging more than one a week, more than one a match week, about one and a half a match week so far. That's terrible. So, yay, VAR. And then, uh, as we were wont to do, we like to pimp the athletic. Uh, Kieran oh. Thivum uh, with a, mm-hmm. a, uh, a great article on how women's football has risen over the past decade. Uh, the article is called Huge Rise in Full-Time Jobs, Mega Money Sponsorship, and Role Models for LGBTQ Community. An incredible decade of growth. Go check it out. It is a phenomenal piece, as nearly everything on The Athletic is. 
Um, so please go check that out. Is there any any article that's caught your fancy uh, in the last little bit, West Bradshaw? Um, I'm going to tell you, not just one. Mm-hmm. Really, really enjoyed over the past month mm-hmm. have been their um, end of decade mm-hmm. articles. Uh, yes. that, God, they've had some great ones. Um, they've done a lot of, uh, you know, team of the decade mm-hmm. um, for the uh, for the football teams. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of teams that define the decade, mm-hmm. which has been really cool to go back. You know, um, uh, Pep's uh, Pep's Bayern Munich, which was playing a three five two, and yeah. they were one of the ones who. Revolutionized that. Um, they talked about Germany, mm-hmm. uh, the German national team. Um, you know, they talked about uh, for this year. They talked about Liverpool. They talked about Real Madrid with their wins of the Champions League. It's just been really cool. Um, you know, and I love reading stuff like that. Sometimes a whole just analysis of the upcoming match. Yeah, you know, I can only read so many breakdowns of you know Liverpool and Sheffield United <laughs> before yes. I'm like, okay, I get this. Um, I love stuff like that. I've got so much stuff saved for the athletic that isn't really time sensitive. Mm-hmm. They're doing right now. They're doing a series every day. They're person. It's um, I, I believe it's the hundred greatest players in baseball. Ooh, okay. Um, and I mean, you know, it's been. I think they're down six right. So they've been doing it for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and you do a new one each day. It is um, it, it's fascinating to go through and really look at. Man, there's so much good stuff on there. Uh, it is worth the um, it's worth the price. The baseball um, one hundred. Yeah, the baseball one hundred. That's Ooh. it. Um, I mean, that's something I'm sure you'll love <laughs> to go through. I just saved it and I'll go through it. Um, they've been doing something all fall, uh, going through uh, decades of college football. Mm-hmm. I mean, starting back in like the 1880s, and like here's the decade of college football. Here's mm-hmm. and then here are the big rule changes, the teams who ruled the world, stuff like that. Uh, I will give a, a podcast I do a lot, the Enfield Rap. I'll give them a pimp uh, because they are actually, if you want to check out The Athletic, get you a little nice price on The Athletic. Um, check out the Enfield Rap. They they run in conjunction with The Athletic. They have a discount code. So hmm. you can sign up. I think it's maybe 10% off for the year or something like that. I don't know. But hey, you know, save you a few bucks. Check out what I think Ed and I both agree is the best sports writing website available. I mean, just anywhere. It's amazing. Absolutely. And I am saving. Uh, I found the homepage of that Baseball 100. Yeah. So I will be saving that. That is is delicious. Oh, yeah. There's so much stuff in there. Off the top of my head, I think Gary Carter was 85 or 86. Let's Um, see. Uh, Gary Carter, eighty six. Yep. Yeah, he was on there. Uh, I can't. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I can give you the list there. right I have. We have right now. Run it. Go for it. Uh, number one hundred. This is actually kind of. I'm surprised he's this low. Uh, Ichiro, number one hundred. Uh, ninety nine. Mike Messina, ninety eight. Carlos Beltran, ninety seven. Roberto Alomar, ninety six. Larry Walker, ninety five. Tony Gwynn, ninety four. Roy Campanella, ninety three. Ozzy Smith, ninety two. Bullet Rogan, great name. Ninety one. Mariana Rivera, ninety. Max Scherzer, eighty nine. Mike Piazza, eighty eight. Kurt Schilling, eighty seven. Charlie Gehringer, and eighty six. Gary Carter. Um, and maybe I, maybe take a quick look at like what this action. Suddenly, I'm saying the whole mm-hmm. players ever, and it's like, wait a minute, Larry Walker can't even get a sniff of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, yeah. If you want to uh, go check it out, um, they, they do have a breakdown. It's uh, about a five point 
uh, spread okay, of, okay. of how they are trying to go oh, through okay, this. Okay. I haven't even looked at it that much. Mm-hmm. I just, yep. So, uh, that will be, that'll be something very, it will be, it's running to opening day. So great, <sighs> great timing it with the, the thing. So once again, the athletic, absolutely crushing it. Um, Back to soccer, uh, as, as the news and notes we do here. Um, as as was alluded to a little bit earlier, West Ham have sacked Manuel Pellegrini and have brought in David Moyes. Um, this was, of course, they, they fired him after losing to what was basically a B team from Leicester uh, when they West Ham lost 2-1 to one to them on Saturday. Um, West, they, they just did this. They just had David Moyes. And then they brought in Pellegrini, and now they're bringing back in Moyes. Yes, he might steady the ship. This is what, whether it's in Spain or England, this is what seem Moyes is doing now. But uh, for for a team that you were you were pretty excited about going to the season and and was trying to show some am- some ambition in the transfer market, this seems like, with all due respect to David Moyes, a big step back in terms of manager. I just, God, the more I read, I, I think West Ham is just so poorly run. Yeah. I mean, God, they, they hot potato this job. Like it's nobody's business. Mm. Um, you know, they, you know, one year or two years, they're going to decide oh, we're going to pump a lot. To it. And then when they don't get like the 100% immediate result, they want, Oh, time to fire someone. Mm. Um, I mean, you, you can't, build consistency like that. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's somewhat of a sad indictment at this time. I mean, you know, Pellegrini, this guy has won the Premier League. Yeah. Not as many as Josie, obviously. As Josie <laughs> will tell you. Of course. But, I mean, the guy's won the Premier League. He mm-hmm. knows how to manage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're West Ham, and just because things haven't been going your way, well, you know, let's try to figure something out here, but... I don't know. I just I found it kind of a rash decision, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, whatever. Hey, David Moyes being back in is pretty great. <laughs> and then they go out today and they respond with a new manager. Man. Yes, I the Glaswegian. <laughs> oh, that's great! Welcome back to the Premier League. Sir Alex Ferguson's got to be just thrilled. Yeah. Oh God. Um, our, our next, I told you to support your manager. Our next and next to last story on the day, uh, is going to bring in many things that Wes loves, uh, destroying Manchester United, uh, Paul Pogba and someone tangentially related to Zlatan. Um, so that's. That's how I'm going to describe him. Um, a pair of stories here. Mino, Rano, Mino Rayola, agent to the stars, uh, came out with some very interesting words in La Repubblica, uh, saying, quote, Pogba's problem is Manchester United. It's a club out of touch with reality and without a sporting project. I wouldn't take anyone there. They would even ruin Maradona, Pele, and Maldini. Paul needs a club and a squad one like Juventus was before. Before we get to what is an insanely stinging indictment, my retort, which I only do agree with most of what he's saying, would be, well, then why did he leave Juventus for United in the first place? Hmm. I, I, I mean, I think it was because of the money, but, you know, he was at Juventus. Why did he leave? Anyway, now, with that out of the way, with that part out of the way, um, and then 
combine that with comments uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer uh, said after today's loss to Arsenal said when asked about Pogba's injury uh, saying uh, how long he would be back three or four weeks maybe I don't know this is the most damning quote I feel he's been advised to have an operation by his people and he'll probably do that um, this this feels like the end of the marriage and instead of being an amicable parting of the ways or what is a very swift cut, as we saw with Maurizio Pochettino uh, about a month ago at Tottenham. This is looking like a very ugly, public, messy divorce between United and Pogba. And Wes, I guess the only question is, does he leave in January or does he leave this summer? Uh, I think it's too big of a move for January. Okay. Um, also where he ends up is big because, mm-hmm. you know, let's not forget. Okay. Basically the whole with, um, Real Madrid and mm-hmm. Pogba is that, uh, um, Zinedine Zidane wants him very badly. Mm-hmm. That's like the one player that Zinedine Zidane covets, but the, uh, the upper management, the hierarchy at Real Madrid, they don't want Pogba because they don't want to give Zidane what he wants. So it's basically a battle of wills. I think if Zidane does enough to stick around for another season, I think there's a good chance he could end up in uh, Madrid. Mm-hmm. If not, if Zidane's gone, I don't think he goes to Madrid. I think he maybe goes back to Juventus. Okay. Um, but you know, it's also crazy how all of the yeah he needs he needs I think he needs ankles. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. So uh, you know. It's it is it's messy. It's completely delicious that it's happening to United. Um, you know, and I, I absolutely I. And the biggest reason I adore him is that Liverpool don't sign any of his players, of course. So I don't have to deal with his shit. Yes. Um, the last one that we signed was Mario Balotelli. <laughs> and then I think at that point it's like, okay, we've completely learned our lesson. Yeah. Just <laughs> We're not one. dealing with this guy. Uh, especially when um, on the way out, the Rayola was quoted calling Jurgen Klopp a piece of shit. <laughs> so it's like, hey, no problem, dude, no problem. You you take Kaku and Pogba and all your super guys. You take them, take them to United and elsewhere. Just yeah, you can go to the blue side of Liverpool. Just you know, hey, we're cool. You don't have to come see. <laughs> um, but it is. I just I think it's in the best interest of both mm-hmm. parts for Pogba to leave United. Um, obviously, he does not believe in the project mm-hmm. in Ali's project that they're so high on there. And I understand it. You know, when you look at Pogba, this is who is in what are the prime years of his career right now. Mm-hmm. These are the years where a guy of Paul Pogba's stature, at least that Paul Pogba thinks his stature is. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's won a World Cup. Yep. This is a guy who needs to be playing. He's playing at a rail somewhere where he has a chance to go win the Champions League. A decade ago, that would have been Manchester United. Mm-hmm. But right now, I mean, United are quoted as saying, oh, it's going to be three, four, five, six windows before we're ready to compete for the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Just for the Premier League. Paul Pogba is not 
that guy. He doesn't need to be part of a project or a rebuild. Right. Paul Pogba needs to be the icing on a very well-cooked cake. Yes. He needs to be the guy who comes in to put you over the top. As he was for he France doesn't the World Cup. Need to be, he doesn't need to be the main. <laughs> hmm? You know, like you just said, France with the World Cup. You know, Pogba was the guy who top in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were other guys who built that foundation for the French team. Um, and also we're seeing when things are not going well in the locker room, um, that's not Papa. But, I mean, you look at him, I mean, Papa right now surrounded by the Greenwoods, the, mm-hmm. Danny, the Brandon Williams. That's the future of Manchester United. Absolutely. It's not Paul Pogba. <laughs> and I think Pogba realizes that. Rayola realizes that. Of course, there's a payday in there for someone to have, for everyone to have, there's a payday to be had. Mm-hmm. But also, they understand it. The pro, I, I think I think Ali understands it, and I think Ali goes fine to move on from Paul Pogba. Mm-hmm. The problem is you've got that uh, footballing genius Ed Woodward <laughs> running the show, and <laughs> by God, he sells shirts. Oh, he's so commercially violent. Have you seen his Instagram followers? Oh, blown a load all over my window. <laughs> um, you know, Instagram followers. That's what really gets Ed Woodward going you know sure it does Jurgen Klopp, Jurgen Klopp wants winners Ed Woodward wants guys with Instagram <laughs> you know Pep Guardiola wants guys who play his system um you know Ed Woodward wants to make the front page of the you know transfer dealings so yeah you know Josie wants to Josie <laughs> <laughs> so um it, it's it's a bad situation for Pogba Pogba is not exactly handling Mm-hmm. fantastically which i mean why would we expect him to um but i really think it would it would be a big boon for all involved to let paul pogba go to spain or go back to Italy. I, I think we have come to an agreement with that and and we'll just see we'll just see how many more torches get put on this bridge before before the transfer is done um Last little bit of news uh, and a little bit of U.S. American news, I guess. Uh, DeAndre Edlin looks to have broken his hand, uh, unfortunately, in Newcastle's latest match. Uh, and that is bad enough on its own. Um, but this also came in a stretch where five Newcastle players got injured in 15 minutes. I I can't ever remember something like this happening, Wes. This is, this is mind-bogglingly bad. I mean, it's crazy, and suddenly, well, in Newcastle standards, they were they were doing pretty consistent. Yeah, you know, they're they're right around the mid table. Mm-hmm. In a season where I think Newcastle, a lot of people, shit, this team could easily get relegated. Mm-hmm. See, Bruce, this isn't going to end well. They've under the radar done about as well as you could ask for them this year, mm-hmm. and now suddenly a team that is not deep at all is. Suddenly dropping like flies. Yeah. The only saving grace is that it's the end of the festive period. Yes. So at least they are kind of coming up break mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that um, the FA Cup is going to be the be all end all no. for Newcastle. So, um, you know, maybe small blessing in disguise is the timing of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. I want to see what happens. I see what happens in Newcastle because they have been a pretty surprise this year. Mm-hmm. 
they they they've really bounced back after what was a very tough beginning to their season. Um, all right, so that's gonna do it for the news and notes. Let's hit the watch floor, Wes. <laughs> Why does the podcast really name have the podcast? It does. It's really what you want to do right now. Yes, it is. It's the only thing left on the docket. <laughs> um. So my watch for this week uh, is uh, centered around killers. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hey, the only show I've been watching Sopranos. <laughs> Woo, we're killing on there, obviously. Um, so if you caught the extreme beginning of this show, and I don't know how much. Some of it. Not all of it, but some of it. Oh, oh boy. Um, so I listened to a podcast called Villains. Okay. Which is... Um, Produced by the, uh, is it Car Carcast? Crap! I'm trying to find it real quick so I can I can get it right because I do want pimple because it's great. Ah, uh, Parcast. Um, they do a lot of these like interest pieces. So the um, the Villains podcast is really interesting. I think it's one you should kind of get okay. to it. Um. What they do is, it's a weekly podcast, they'll do one week, they will do a movie villain, or a villain from a TV show. Okay. Um, one of the very first ones they did was um, Antoine Chigurh from uh, No Country for Old Men. Okay. Um, so they'll do a podcast like centered around the villain in a TV show, and then the next week they'll come back and they will um, profile a, a real life villain who can be compared to that villain. Okay. Okay. Um, like, so Anton Chigurh from, um, they did him compared to Richard Kuklinski, who's the Iceman, who's like one of the most famous mafia hitmen of all time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it kind of goes nicely in there. Um, I'm looking at it real quick. Uh, they did Norman Bates from Psycho and compared him to Ed Gein, the Butcher of Plainfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex DeLarge from A Clockwork Orange. Um, and then they actually, the next week, reality of Alex and they compared it to you know people who had been through similar situations mm-hmm. uh, they have a Kaiser Sose one on here um, and oh, really interesting when they the Joker mm-hmm. um, they did a whole dive into the Joker mostly comic book based Joker okay uh, which was interesting because I'm more of a I like my Joker more for I'm not a comic book guy, but it was really interesting for them to go through a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And um, then they've come back, and the next one they did actually um, gangs. It, it, uh, they compared them to a gang from um, French anarchists. Okay, all right. So it, it's, it's really really interesting. <clears throat> so anyway, Parkat. Um, they also do a couple of other podcasts. One of them, Cult. And they just put out a three, a special three-parter on Jeffrey Dahmer. And that's what I was listening to when you clicked yes. in earlier. Yes. And I mean, I, I'm going to tell you, that's somewhat tame. And then, <laughs> then literally at the moment you clicked in, it came with like the most disgusting line that I've heard it's, in my it's, life. It's the equivalent of when we're watching our anime and everything's all normal. And then your mom walks in and all of a sudden it's the big titty girl doing weird shit. And you're like, no, no, no. I swear <laughs> it's normal. This is what I, it's not like this. I swear. I swear to God, I've been watching Rambo and all <laughs> 
strip club and there's like nine naked chicks in here. I, this is not what I've been watching. I swear to God, I've not been watching. Um, but yeah, um, they're really, really interesting. They, right. They've got really good hosts on these shows who um, are, you know, do a ton of research unlike this podcast. Yeah. Um, they do a ton of research. They have all their stuff very well put out, uh, very well produced. Um, so, you know, check it out, the Parcast Network. And that is, uh, Parcast is P A R C A S T Network. So, okay. if that's the kind of stuff you're interested in, you know, apparently the serial killer yeah. stuff is really big and people are all into it. So, you know, if that's your deal, um, it's it's interesting. Well, there you go. Okay. That's a and it sounds really well done. So, yeah, go check it out uh, after you finish listening to this one, of course. Um, but uh, let's see, what have I watched? Well, tonight I actually just finished uh, the season finale, uh, series finale, actually of Silicon Valley. Ooh. That show has finally come to a close. Uh, the HBO show, um, very very well done ending. So that was. Very, very interesting to see how that show ended, but uh, a very good six years of television from them, even if it was a little weird at times and, and feels a little bit almost dated from when it started, which was only like five or six years ago, and it feels weird to say that about a show, but here A lot we... has changed. Yes. Yes, it has, even in the world of tech, where things move very, very quickly. Um, but hey, it's January and uh, new stuff's coming back. Doctor Who's coming back, if any of you care. Um, but hey, uh, the Superstore and the Good Place, they're coming back, especially the Good Place is coming back uh, to wrap up their uh, show uh, with their final, I believe, five episodes. Um, so make sure, hey, you, you, can, you can start in a little while and get fully caught up it's only four seasons uh, and i think it's only 13 episodes a season so uh should be good and uh we're about a month away from nine nine coming nine, back. Nine. uh just just finished re-watching that entire thing so good i'm still a season behind at this point so mm, so good I gotta get all my catching up in um you know and it's just it's not gonna be the same without cheddar have you have you uh have you seen the episode about uh uh hitchcock and scully um, where they were young? Yes. Yes, I told you about that one. Okay, I saw That's right. You were, yeah. Okay, yes. Oh, Jesus. God, yes. That, and then they discovered Wingslow. Yes. <laughs> and it changed. It, it either it, it either completely lives, <laughs> however you want to look at it. Oh, it made the show great. It What's made... Wingslow? <laughs> um, and do want to mention, I don't know how solid this date is, but it's what's on my app for TV shows. So I'm going to go with it until proven differently. As of this recording, we are 217 days away. And I know that sounds like a long time, but we are 217 days away from Marvel's Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Since you brought up Marvel. Um, National Championship game, January 13th. They're going to have an exclusive first look at the full trailer for black widow Ooh, well i guess i'm watching the national championship game now yeah i'm watching that shit anyway god that's it it's fair it's gonna be awesome baby southern football woo tigers versus tigers death valley versus death valley winner gets winner winner gets loser has to change their name that's a name to the the clemson or louisiana state um uh, a water pick. There you go. 
There you go. I love it. That's what's on the line, folks. It's not really, but we wish it was. Um, But that is going to do it then for episode 295 of the Foreign Affair podcast. Um, This has been a big one. And, of course, I believe we'll have another big one next week. Yes. Uh, Yeah, next week, man. We should be ready to rock and roll. Uh, Excellent. Sounds great. So we'll be back next week. Uh, uh, (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Burns. Um, We'll be back next week with uh, an FA Cup and League Cup semifinal recap. Uh, We'll be breaking that down. Yay! We'll be getting ready for... There you go. That's that's what's really all about. Um, So we'll have that. Um, We'll, of course, have more news and notes. We'll see if anybody else says anything incendiary about Manchester United. Uh, And we'll have another watch for coming out the gates. Uh, As always, thanks so much to NGSC Sports as well as Elysia's Pills and Things for helping present this podcast to you. Uh, They are on the social media, and you can find us on there as well. As a collective on Twitter, we are at AFA Pod. Wes, you are... I'm at West Bradshaw 21. I asked Kat. I saw that. She was... must not have seen it. Yeah, that's probably it. I'm guessing she she was busy. You know, she was yeah. reading the weather. Mm. It's cool. It's cool though. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm, I'm good with I'm good with myself in life. I'm good. Me and her, we're still. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Cool. 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 Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Uh-huh. Sure. 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 No sheriff's deputy has come out with any papers. That's I'm at Edward Green. I am. Yep. That's all. Yep. 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 I don't follow the West. Don't, don't, don't know why you would ask me that officer. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. <laughs> you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube via our parent show, The All New Sports Show, and email us at allnewsportshow at gmail.com. Thanks to our podcast providers, including podbean.com, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio app, Google Play Music, and the iTunes Music Store. So we'll be back next week. But before we get out of here for episode 295, Wes, anything else you'd like to add? Um, we just kind of mentioned it's talking about the speak. The Georgia damn damn it, drop it. The Georgia damn Bulldogs are uh, beating Baylor with 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter, 26 to 14. Go Bulldogs! Um, go Dogs! Uh, it is the Sugar Bowl, of course, in the college playoff semifinal. Hmm. We saw uh, we saw a big one there, Ed. Hmm. We saw the we saw the Louisiana Tigers absolutely annihilate Oklahoma. <laughs> that was and an big, in one of the better playoff games that we've seen. Uh, Clemson knocking off Ohio State. Got a big defensive stand late. Got a big touchdown late. In that game, this is crazy now. In that game, mm-hmm. for the first time in his college career, Trevor Lawrence played from behind. Wow. Crazy is that. Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game that played, much less started. Um, yeah. Uh, when, when he was a freshman, that's insane. And uh, after that, you know, of course, they won the national mm-hmm. year. They were undefeated. Um, he he has he had never trailed in a game until they trailed Ohio State. Wow. So um, yeah. So a Clemson team that apparently was like one. It's like, but yeah, we have the longest winning streak in the country, and we're national chance you kind of need to put us in there yeah clemson proving their credentials so uh, i am super looking forward to clemson lsu on the 13th well there you go every everybody has something to look forward to in the 13th so so go check it out 
It's like I get Black Widow. Yes. Yes. Yes, Queen. So, with yeah. that, we will say adieu from this edition of the Affordable Fair Podcast. For McCall and Crime, Wes Bradshaw, I am Edward Green. Thank you so much for joining us here this week. And until next time, everyone, stay safe and enjoy the football. It's not holiday football anymore, so yay. It's not. And, uh, good night. <laughs> good night, uh, it was a It was a good run for you, champ. But it's Moisey's West Ham now. And you're gonna say, uh, at two, least for a few months. 2020 already in uh, in rare form, taking the lives of Donald Stern and Don Larson. Oh man, I'm into Brad Donald Stern uh, or uh, David. Stern. Yeah, David Stern. Him, David yeah. Stern, former yeah. NBA commissioner. Yes. What the hell? Oh uh, yeah, Don Larson, man. All right, 2020. We don't need a re- yeah. where everybody does. We, we don't need another one of those. This show is sponsored by Alicia's Pillows and Things. Check out the Facebook page, Alicia's Pillows and Things, where you will find home decor you will not be able to resist at prices anybody can afford. Check out the pillows and stools of your favorite sports teams. Maybe you want a set of your kid's favorite cartoon or movie character. You can also get full body and neck pillows as well. Log on to NGSCSports.com and go to the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage to complete your order. It makes a great gift for Christmas at an affordable price. NGSC Sports. We never stop. You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop.